Hello and welcome to Keystone Copycats with Chris and Zach. I, of course, am your host, Zach, and he, of course, is not your other host, Chris, but your wonderful uh, mini-episode guest host, Ben Hand Up Me, from uh, hit famous podcast, Sinclarity Dinosaur's Tale. <laughs> please, please, don't call me Ben Hand Up Me. That's, that's my father. Just don't talk to me. Oh, well then. I'm flying solo again this week. It looks like. Uh, sorry, I just I was just talking to my new publicist, and I was told I shouldn't I shouldn't do this. Yeah, no, but they were right. They also my other publicist told me to be a bit of a bad boy. So yeah, they, he was right too. So I killed the other publicist. You were right. Thank you. Thank you. Um. <laughs> so, uh, this week on our main episode, uh, with our Your other co-host Chris, um. We are talking about Beauty and the Beast, mm. the Disney classic cartoon from the uh, princess renaissance of the late 80s, early 90s. Um, so, what are your thoughts? So, are you more of a Bratz doll or a Barbie doll type of girl? I'm an ugly doll. An ugly doll? Like no, no, I don't know. Um, I, I, I'm very old. I don't know if you knew that. I'm 70. So, I don't know about the, the Bratz. 70 is the new 20. Did you, have you ever been to the Build-A-Bear? Uh, yes. I've never, not when I was a child, they didn't exist. <laughs> yeah, they didn't have child labor back then, so. I mean, like, no, that's. I think, that, I think it's, they've always had child I'm labor. i sure it used to be called Sweatshop Simulator. And <laughs> they had to change it. Like, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I just think it's a weird premise. But I, I, I've been in one, but was not allowed to get anything because it's expensive. So it's like somebody somebody saw that episode of Seinfeld where Kramer was trying to pitch the idea of a place where you make your own pizza. And they were like, yeah, but with toys. But with stuffed bears. Yeah, you make your own stuffed bears. Yeah. Like your own Teddy uh, Roosevelt's. What are those? Rock spins. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, the teddy bear is named after Teddy Roosevelt. Yeah. Because he hunted bears. Yeah, Teddy Roosevelt was named after uh, Eleanor Roosevelt, who was married to his cousin or something. Yeah. I think. Yeah, and was much younger than him. Yes, of course. <laughs> and they were the, he was the first president that, um, that ever fought an oarsman in his office. I can't dispute that, so sure. That's all I asked for in life. <laughs> um, so, uh, where, I was going to say something. I was something. To ask oh, you about um, princesses. But so, I got... let me ask you this. Yeah. Kramer's idea about a pizza place where you can make your own pie. Do you cook it there too? Yeah, yeah. You so this. You, you top it, it. You do it. You put it in the oven. You do all that stuff. Like, but they show you how oh, to you do have it to or put whatever. The oven, they wouldn't do that. I guess, but like, so dangerous. No, so what I'm saying is like, isn't that kind of like these places like Mod or Blaze or you know? Yeah, they're just like Chipotle places. It's it's they're they're billing it as like Chipotle of pizza, but it is like one step removed from like yeah, you just make your own. Yeah, I mean that's like Chipotle is the same. I've tried to make my own Chipotle and it wasn't as good. But like, I don't, I don't like the the Chipotle of pizza places. They're just okay. I. What's your least favorite pizza that you've had? That my you least purchased? favorite pizza that I've had. Wow, that's tough. I mean, it's CC's. Oh fuck, CC's. I had it's CC's so once bad ever. as an adult. I've had it a bunch of times. I like sh- cheap shit. I have like the worst palate. And I went to CC's and I was like, "This is inedible." Like I couldn't. Be- I was so, so mad at myself for not liking it because <laughs> it's cheap. And you're like, "It's a buffet." Yeah, yeah no, that's a problem. Corral. I was mad at myself. Well, for Golden not Corral's it. trash, but I should like it. No, no one should. I love Chinese buffets. 
That's different. That's good food on a buffet. And I don't even like Chinese, it's, but I know. I always get sick and I always <laughs> do it. It's like, I'm just like, I want to eat all this cheesy crab mix that I know will kill me. <laughs> it's fine. That's a, that, that is a gross combination of words. <laughs> cheesy crab mix makes me want to barf. And I can't tell if it's grosser. That's probably fake crab or if it's grosser if it was real. Like, it's a, like it, I don't know. It's about the same. Uh, so... I think the the worst pizza I've ever had. I've had some really bad pizza, but like Angelo's Pizza, it's like a local chain. I don't think I've had it. It's always bad, but the thing of it is, um, there's there's a bunch of them all kind of around the Cincinnati area, and they're all kind of hole in the wall, like greasy little joints that like I should love, but I don't. But they're all owned by different people. So it's like it's a chain, but it's not. They're all a little bit different, but they're all shitty in the same way. Pasquale's is like that in Northern Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, the one in Newport sucks, and then the one in Bellevue was great, but now they changed the name to, like, Fessler's or some shit. Yeah, the one in Bellevue, my wife my has wife. referred to – My wife. Uh, has great referred hoagies. to that place uh, for, I don't know, six years as the garlic bread place because we went there, and she was obsessed with this garlic bread that we got. That's what she called it. Ooh, we should go but to that garlic they bread place. Hoagies too. We've never gone back. Never, I'm going to bring Not it Not one, one time, but she raved about that garlic bread for – Years. What's your wife's schedule? Say it on air so I can. Uh, know when well, food. <laughs> uh, she works from home sometimes. The worst part is I don't know her schedule. I'm just she gonna, tells me pretty here. frequently, and I forget because I'm dumb. Yeah, I'm bad at that shit. Uh, yeah. My ex would always tell me like it's in like the calendar thing. You're His name's Tim. Same thing. Yeah, Tim would always tell me it's in the calendar. I'm just like, see now that's that. I would look at that. That like, would be helpful I for forget, me. I like I love calendars and I always forget that that exists as a thing. Yeah, I I in the past couple years, in the past like 5 years, I've gotten into like buying a planner every year and like writing my stuff in it and they're like neat books you can see over there on the shelf. Like on the uh, on the left, yeah. those are those are my planners from years there's, past. There's a row of Latina women that he pays the planner stuff. Yeah, yeah, but I don't like I just put them on my shelf when I'm done. Yeah. Uh, on my bookshelf. It's just Ginny from that block of the shelf. But like I like I'll get, be real motivated for a little bit where I'm writing everything down, I'm making notes, I'm really feeling good and then I won't use them for 4 months and I'm like, well, so like this year I accidentally bought one that was a 2020-2021 planner, so it ended in July. And I went to like do something in it recently, and I was like, "Oh fuck!" It was like last month. I was like, "I'm gonna start writing stuff down in here because I need to." Like, because I, you know, I started my own business where I'm like doing like video stuff full time, and like I was like, "Oh cool!" So this is actually gonna be helpful for me. I'll have my book. I'll write my stuff down. And I looked, and I was like, "So that ends in July." I don't. Yeah, just make it real sad, like shit. You wish you would have. I was done like, that "Well, year. fuck!" And then I, and then I, I had to do the debate of like, okay, well, do I buy? Do I buy a planner that will get me through the end of the year? Then I'll have to buy another new one because it's like twenty six dollars or something. Like that's stupid. Just use a journal. Like just write I like the organization. It's helpful. No, but so I did. I did find one that was like an eighteen month one that would get me through the rest of this year and all of next year. And I'm like, okay. And it's a different like company, different brand than I've used in the past. So I'm like, I'm gonna try this and I'm gonna see if I like it. Um. Does yeah. It, does it have like a fun fact of the month on it or anything like that? No, I don't think it does. I'm looking around because I don't know where it is right now, which is like even more foreboding for my like. Your planning. My using it. It's just not like. Yeah, they it's have, unlikely. Your phones do this now too, though. No, but I like writing things, and it's like the kind of thing where like. Yeah. If I write something down, I don't need the note that I wrote down to remember it anymore because yeah. I remember it. Yeah, I wrote it down, is, so I'll remember yeah. it. Like, that's enough, and that really helps me. And, like, typing it doesn't really have the same they kind of effect that, for they me. They call that rote memory. They don't. 
They don't. I do, though. They call it written memory. <laughs> written. They call it... Yeah, no, I'll go with that. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, So, if anyone's interested in our, like, self-help uh, planner-using kind of content, let us know. Because this is about all of it. Like, I'm tapped out. If you... Like, my notes list on my phone, like, I have, like, different to-do lists and, like, breakdown... Sure. Like, versions of that but i also just have things like just long like lists of affirmations and stuff like that sure i have several alarms one of my alarms says love yourself and your home and i have left left it that way because it's not happened yet yeah ready for it so like crank off and love your home yeah because like uh sure in a way i feel kind of like bell and beauty the beast when i'm at my house but beast is also me you know what i mean yeah, I do know what you mean, except not even a little bit. But but here's the thing. Um, and before we dive into like Disney, which is like we'll do that in a second. Yeah, but I was like to let I you just Paul Blart into no, it. No, that was that good. Segue. Yeah, it was a good segue. Uh, <laughs> that was a good segue. I liked it. Uh, but I just like noticed your tattoo on your wrist again, which you've had for a long time. Like yeah, I've had most a wrist of the time I've known you. Oh, the tattoo on. Um, yeah. And uh, Chris recently took a trip to... And got the same tattoo, right? Yeah, he recently took a trip to Nashville with his girlfriend for her birthday and got, like, the same tattoo. And I was like, you know, Ben has it. And he's like, oh, no, I had no idea. I just saw it and liked it and got it. And I was like... I like that Chris has it because this is, like, the most basic-ass tattoo. And every time yeah. I'm at a restaurant, like, a like a, imagine one, a chain that you have been to. Imagine one of those. Fazoli's. Yeah, Fazoli's. My wife loves Fazoli's. Fingers. The, w- there's always a waitress who's like, I have that same tattoo. Like, it happens almost every single time. Uh, my friend Mark, who was a, a guest on one of our uh, earlier mini episodes. Mark Borison. Mark Borison. He's very funny. Yes. Um, he actually, today, his his podcast launched, the Jungle Gyms International yeah, Market Podcast. It's very cool. I'm excited about it. He's got two episodes, and obviously you'll hear this the week after it came out, but that's fine. Check it out. Like yeah, He does great stuff. He's super like, funny. Don't let his name fool you. It will not be a son. Yeah. Um. So, oh man, I, I was I brought him up for a reason, and I don't remember what it was. Oh, it was the oh, my, my friend. No, my friend Mark <laughs> Borison. He used to do this uh like web series, like uh, YouTube videos called the Fuck It List, mm-hmm. where he would like just rant about stuff, and it was all pretty funny. And he did one like the best one that that I ever saw was about Applebee's. And how terrible Applebee's was. And it was just, just this rant about how, like, these local restaurants are so much better and this is trash and you shouldn't go there. Mm-hmm. And then he went through a list of, like, this Applebee's is called O'Charlie's. This Applebee's is called Fuddruckers. Or this Applebee's is called TGI Buckhead. Fridays. But it was, like, a list of all these different restaurants yeah. that are, Ruby in Tuesdays. essence, Applebee's. It's all the fucking same. It's a lot of fun. Uh, I've, I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes so people can go watch that. Cause it's very funny. I always hope there's like an interesting story behind a restaurant and then you'll Google it. Like whatever that one, there was one at the levee that was across from like, uh, the Dewey's. It was just like a burger place kind of, yeah. but like they have them at r- airports and shit, but you always look it up. Like what's the origin story? It's like some rich guy bought, had an idea to yeah. sell food that other people were selling. Like, yeah. Um, Sad. that's, yeah, that's where like listening to a podcast about chain restaurants, which is like my favorite podcast, the Doughboys, is like, it's real depressing because it's like, yeah, what they're doing is like, they're doing funny stuff. And I, I really like the content. I like how they do it. I, I mean, mm-hmm. I even think the topic is interesting, but like when you look at it through a slightly leftist lens, the idea is like, well, yeah, they're just, it's all these like <laughs> awful propagating the problem. Yeah. And they they frequently mention like there's no ethical consumption under capitalism and like what can you do but mm-hmm. like 
at the beginning of each episode, like so each episode they do a different restaurant and uh one of the hosts, Nick Weiger, he does like a uh, an opening, like an intro that like dives into like the history of the restaurants and they're all really interesting and fun. It's just like a twenty second thing. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. But some restaurant histories are just literally this guy already was successful with this yeah. one, so bought a different yeah. thing. Yeah. And, well, uh, like if you look at the uh, like Red Lobster, uh, Olive Garden, like uh, Darden Group is what that's called. They they own all these different like restaurant mm-hmm. chains. Even like Ruth's Chris is owned by them now, I, I believe. I've never been. I've never heard of that one, and I've never been to. So it's a fancy Red steakhouse. Lobster. Oh, like Jeff Jack Ruby. Uh, Jeff Ruby. <laughs> Sure, for for the locals, yes, it is like Jeff Ruby, <laughs> except it's a chain. So it Jeff was, Ruby owns multiple different steakhouses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, yes. Uh, and he uh, like Carlo and Johnny, <laughs> Dharma and Greg. Yeah, uh, but he. Uh, uh, so Chris Chris Steakhouse was bought by a woman named Ruth, and she renamed it Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Wait, isn't your friend's name Steak and Chris? Look, we we don't need to go down that road. The co-host of this podcast. Look, we don't need to we don't need to go down. Where's that his road. house? Let's go to Chris Steakhouse. Huh. <laughs> Ruth's Chris. Ruth's Chris. Oh, the, his his girlfriend isn't gonna like that. No, unless she does. That'd be cool. You she, know. <laughs> let's get him on the horn. And find <laughs> out. Hey, get off my trombone, Chris. And we're having like such a a weird recording week where we tried to record like the main episode on like the normal day that we do, and we had a lot of technical issues because there was like a big storm all day, mm-hmm. and like it it worked out in such a way that he's in Columbus for a month basically every day, like training for his new job, and he's, I was up there in Columbus. He's in like, Columbus for a month every day. That's impressive. Well, no, it means like he. He's not staying up there for a month. He he's driving up there every day for a month. Oh shit! Yeah, so it's Wait so much. It's so much stupider because it's like an hour and thirty five minutes. There. I have friends who let him crash. Uh, sure. Um, Does he like dorms? The <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ohio steak. But yeah, so I was up there too uh, Wednesday and Thursday shooting like a corporate video and like. <clears throat> Oh, okay. Yeah, it poured on us all day, and I drive home Wednesday, and he gets home, and then we we just spent forty five minutes on our computers trying to get it to work, and it just kept yeah. like everything we tried did not work, and then like he texted me like half an hour after we'd finished, and he's like, "Yeah, there's something down over here. It's an issue. <laughs> that's what." It was. And uh, I'm like, "Okay, that's fine." I was like, what like, the fuck could be the problem? That's crazy. Yeah, something, something, because he kept saying like. Your voice just keeps speeding up, and I can't understand what you're saying. Like, I'd be talking, like, in like this. You're, like, you're holding the microphone cable like a hose, and then you let and then, it go. And, <laughs> like the Mitch Hedberg bit. Yeah, exactly like that. <laughs> exactly like that. I gave credit, Mitch so I Hedberg. can't get charged with stealing that. That's right. Um, <laughs> you know, but I did have a funny thought about, like, returning a donut. Like, why would I need a receipt? That's mine. That's original. That's, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I am a funny thought, so I get a <laughs> Wow, humble much. <laughs> that hand up me over there. So it stands for um, so let's get into let's talk a little bit about Disney, um, Disney. or that knee Disney Disney or Dent yeah uh, okay okay we're a pun show now <laughs> Ben brings a lot more puns than Chris or I mm-hmm. do <laughs> like so that's that's what I'm here for it's not something I'm used to um so like when you were growing up were you like a big did you did your family like watch Disney stuff a lot yeah I remember like uh, being excited like when we got the movie Bambi. Because of the Disney Vault commercials, yeah. But I didn't. They hype I, you up. Do you remember being a kid and not knowing the difference between when an animated film came out? Like to me, they all just came out whenever. Because like I just I was seven, 
Yeah, so. it's when you discovered. I I didn't think about when stuff came out until like a movie came out, and I was like, "Oh shit, this is yeah. coming out!" Like, yeah, I would have to. But even then, I sometimes thought the shit Santa was new. Claus. Oh the, shit! Well, because of the vault, I thought things were new. I didn't understand. Yeah, the Disney, concept at Disney first. tricks you. Yeah, yeah, they do. And like, uh, so I don't know. I remember earliest Disney movies. I, I remember watching The Fox and the Hound a lot. Uh, we had I'm The crying. Fox and the Hound, and I believe I mentioned this on a previous episode, but I'm not sure. Um. We had the fox and the hound, but uh, it made my mom cry too much, and so she yeah, took the sad. tape and hit it, so we couldn't watch it anymore. It. I, I used to have dreams that my mom was going to drive me out into the forest and get rid of me like the fox in that movie. Oh, God willing. And then that happened to me like three times with her, so oh, that Jesus. makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, as I was starting wow. to say, I was like, oh, that did come true. That's dark. I mean, it wasn't the woods. It was like Newport, Kentucky. Sure, which like <laughs> at the, that point might as well have been the woods. I remember when I was in... Uh, when I was in like eighth or ninth grade, uh, my health teacher would always make jokes about going to Newport to get hookers. Yeah, because it was like this like just sketchy town, and then like, <laughs> and then five six years later, they put in this like big mall like on the river that like everybody's like super into and try to like gentrify it, and then it's like everyone all the hookers are gone or whatever. But like, I uh, no, they were still there. That was my that was my first like. <laughs> introduction to newport kentucky was like my teacher talking about how it was like hookers and drugs there yeah, and by the and way that was the, all. Cur- the current pc term is my girlfriends well sure <laughs> sure 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 but uh yeah no people acted like newport was really it's never been that like as an adult it's not a sketchy place right as a kid i got like jumped all the time no it's scary as a kid but yeah. like i grew up in like a I grew up in, like, a pretty small town, and for one year, I lived in, like, a more urban neighborhood when what I was, like, did you grow up 13 in? years old. Um, I mean, we don't need to get hyper-local. We I mean, I'm just anymore. curious. What high school did you get to? I knew where high school you went to. Yeah, that town, is, that town is one square mile. What town? You know what high school I went to? Walnut Hills? No, I went to Walnut Hills for one year. Oh, so did Ariel. Why only one year? You kicked out? I got kicked out. So did Ariel. I skipped 55 <laughs> days. Just letting my, my friend Ariel up the street. I was <laughs> prosecuted for truancy. Oh, man. Uh, as got, a 13-year-old. I, I had to go to too. court, and I had to do work detail every Saturday from 8 a.m. to noon for, I think, eight weeks. And I uh, one, among notable things that I, that I had to do in those work details was I had to... Uh, polish the rails and all of the like uh, tables and stuff mm-hmm. in the courtroom where the Larry Flint trial took place. Oh, wow. Uh, and they told me this. They were like, this is the one where the Larry Flint trial took place. <laughs> and, I, and I knew about this because I had seen The People versus Larry Flint, which was a pretty recent movie and mm-hmm. one of my sister's favorite movies, actually. Um, and uh, we did that. I cut down a tree at an abandoned insane really asylum. Did you do all of this? Like they they made me get a job and a GED. Yeah, we picked up. We, I mean, I was thirteen. It was seventh grade. They yeah, weren't they weren't 16. kicking me out of school yet. And like, and it was Walnut Hills. So like, yeah, like I, yeah, they were just like, <laughs> they're like, you're a smart kid. You're an RC smarter. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's not artsy. That's all the kids. That's a CPA. I wouldn't say yeah. Well, no, but I would still say a lot of the things I connect to kids I know that went there. They're all like artsy. Sure, sure. Like some um, of them are smart, but some aren't. Well, no, you have to be. They don't. They you test smart, into it. <laughs> like they're smart, but they're also dumb. Well, yeah, but that's like why they didn't. That's why it didn't work out at Walnut Hills. So one of like the best high schools, actually the best public high school in the state of Ohio. So, do you think Aladdin would have gone to 
Wanted Hills or to wait, which movie were we doing today? We're doing Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> well, he, that's a Wednesday. He's one of them, right? You know he's what? We movie? didn't even mention what Garfield. <laughs> what about Garfield? Praise him. It's it's the day. It's the day of our Lord, our Orange Lord Garfield. It's Monday. I don't know if you. I don't know if you listen to. The many episodes prior oh, to this, Oh, I have. Okay, we praise we praise Garfield, yeah. our Orange Lord, on this this glorious Monday. And we are currently recording this in the house that you bought from Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield. Uh, yeah, fully furnished. I didn't murder him. I didn't marry and then kill him to get this house. Oh shit! Who did you fuck? Um, marry, kill. You fucked Odie. I, I knew fucked, it. You fucked no, Odie. No, I fucked. Um, Don't listen to him. He's an Odie. I love. <laughs> I fucked John's on again, off again girlfriend, the veterinarian Liz. <laughs> oh yeah that's the one who he drinks the dog semen he drinks of. the dog semen that's yeah. right uh i'm glad we've touched on all the things look um so okay <laughs> speaking of dog semen let's talk about let's let's Beast. talk about disney let's get back into disney. Yeah, disney um so like okay so you remember getting like beauty and the beast or not beauty and the Beast. <laughs> you remember getting bambi yeah um which I fox and the hound that. uh so recommend um, I think Chris and I both had the rescuers down under. Well, I had that. We didn't first. have the rescuers. I watched the rescuers later and was like, "Eh, the rescuers is fine." It's that weird. Like the it's porn that scene. The animation style is kind of that like sketchy. It's almost a hybrid between what it becomes after that and who's, the, who's uh, the lady is the lady from like Green Gables, not Green Gables, Green Acres or something. Green some Acres, shit. yeah. It's Jaja Gabor, and Bob Newhart. Yeah, yeah. That's goofy. It is. No, he didn't play goofy. <laughs> yeah. He could have. It's easy. Anyway. Gorsh. <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah, Goofy's an easy one to do. Yeah. Um, I do. I do the Goofy Wilhelm scream all the time. Oh yeah, that's fun. Mm-hmm. That's a fun one. Mm-hmm. Um, I do Mickey Mouse a lot. Oh um, really? Yeah. I do. I, do, uh, I thought uh-huh. this was a mini episode, not a Mickey oh, boy. episode. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Wow. Well, gee there, Ben. I don't know. That's uncomfortable. Yeah, no, it's good. I I, <laughs> I can do a voice here and there. Um, can you do Donald? Because that's that would no, hurt. that one hurts. I don't. No, even try I can't it. do Donald. Um, I don't even try it anymore. Yeah, never go full Donald. <laughs> don't don't go full duck. Yeah, no, no. I Donald duck it in in the bedroom, like sure. shirt on, pants off. Someone tried to call it Porky Pigging, and I was like, it's Donald Duck. Porky Pig is when you get down there and you go, but dee but dee but yeah. I stole that. Never mind. <laughs> wow. From Porky Pig himself. Whoa. Porky yeah. Pig went down on you? Porky Pig is like the pansexual one because he does all folks. Yeah, that's all. <laughs> I don't get it. Oh. Uh, yeah. So, I was more of a Descendants fan personally. Because so, <laughs> so <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, my family, we had, we had like. Down Under was good. We had Disney movies. Uh, I remember. I remember, and I talked about this. I the think Titans. I, that was another I think I talked movie. about this on the main episode mm-hmm. uh, that hasn't come out yet. But I remember we got we got the Beauty and the Beast on VHS on when we were on vacation. Well, vacation in heavy air quotes. We were we were going to a family reunion in like deep Kentucky. It was in Somerset, mm-hmm. Kentucky. It was like a three and a half hour drive downtown. Uh, <laughs> yes, it is. We talked about this. Um, but yeah, so that's 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 my memory of like Beauty and the Beast. We watched it a lot, and I have I have Sounds four sisters. Like your memory of Kentucky. You, what what did you remember about the movie? Uh, that we watched it there. Okay, fair enough. Uh, in my in my dad's cousin's basement where we slept, and we were so stoked to be there because that's they had favorite, air conditioning. That's my favorite Bill Cosby. And ours record. didn't work. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, 
yeah, like a lot of people I've like talked to about this had mentioned that like they didn't really watch like the princess movies and it was like, oh, that's a girl thing. And I don't I don't know. I watched I watched all of them. That was not a thing. And yet. I think I was they kind of like that way yet. When you especially your age, well, it wasn't the heavy marketing yet. Well, so here's the thing though. Mm-hmm. Like Disney shied away from the princesses. Uh so like Little Mermaid was the first princess movie they did since Sleeping Beauty. Mm-hmm. And that was largely because they didn't want to alienate boys they were saying boys aren't seeing these movies they don't want to see them but i remember seeing all the movies even the old classic ones snow white cinderella cinderella was like the best i thought like gus the mouse uh, and shit were gus great. was funny i liked yeah. him that's why i liked it i um, thought the mice were awesome i thought those movies were all fine and then um sleeping beauty was boring as fuck but i would watch them all like i yeah. would watch them all i thought maleficent was like an incredible villain i thought she was yeah. impressive and, and interesting and cool really like, interesting because of that um but like and all because and that's you know what's funny is it's very similar to Beauty and the Beast where like the whole plot hinges on someone spurning a you know witch mm. a sorceress because they don't invite her they don't want to invite her to like the the you yeah, know the yeah. what is it the the ball the gala no no it's the baby it's to see the baby is it like her uh, is it the manger. No, what is it called when the baby gets like the water poured on? Like a brisk? (laughs) Baptism or something. It's like a, it's like something like that. Yeah, to the christening. Um, The christening. That's what I was looking for. Yeah, it's they like she doesn't. Maleficent doesn't get invited to the 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 christening of. Is that the same as Beauty and the Beast though? Like, why does he get like like he gets turned turned into a beast beast. because he is an eleven year old child Mm -hmm. who doesn't want to let a strange old lady come inside his castle to stay the night. In exchange for a flower that she offers him, so he was just fucking being smart, playing close to the vest, dude. And none, and like his parents aren't there, and it's like I don't know what the fuck is, is going his, on. Where are his parents at? Ultimately, did they come back and like, yeah, we no, now. no. Like, he eats his parents, I bet. So like, it's it's very similar. In those two fairy tales, are both like, oh, this like sorceress was spurned, and so there was this inordinate it's like Lady of the Lake punishment. Yeah. That's what happens if you do the wrong thing. Oh man, I love I love Sword in the Stone. So, what do you think is the best? What do you think is the best Disney era? Like, because I I love that '60s era. I love I love love Robin Hood a lot. Sword in the Stone, Jungle Book looks pretty cool. Hunter Mon Dalmatians, like Robin Hood is great. Like Aristocats is maybe the last of that era. I don't remember for sure. That one, that one was Robin Hood is one of my favorites. Robin Hood, I loved as a kid, and I mentioned before recording that I fell down the basement steps and broke the VHS, and we couldn't buy it again because of the vault. It was in the vault. That's tragic. Man. So I, it was also, I'm. It was probably a good thing because if I watched it too much, I would have been an early furry, like furry at <laughs> early age. You want like it's no, it's no wonder that so many furries existed after How that movie. Sexy was that fox? Like, well, and, and Maid Marian. I know, like both of them. Yeah, it was. It was. It was. It's wild. Unavoidable. Unavoidable. That's right. Who who wouldn't call and also like Jungle Book, like Bagheera's daddy. Like, well, and that's the old like that's the those old are like just real animals. Those are anthropomorphized. So right, but that's the old like Disney art style where like you can see in um Sword in the Stone and Jungle Book they reuse frames. Yeah, of like Blue and uh as the bear. No, they, no, no. No, they do reuse his frame in uh fr- Robin but that's Hood. that's in Robin Hood. I'm yeah. saying I'm saying Sword in the Stone and uh 
The Jungle Book. In the which for who? They reuse frames of like uh, Mowgli walking out. Like, oh yeah. There's like literal. You see like. That's uh, so interesting. Because what do they have like just papers laying around with the same animation on it? I don't know. It's like, it's. I, re- know I think it's really that. interesting. But you can there's there's some cool videos online that I've seen like the twel- showing the, the two next to each other. Twelve Angry Men were just great. That's what they were, right? The Twelve Angry Men. Uh yeah. <laughs> The, the King Arthur's court of uh, One of them didn't artists. want to convict, or did want to. I don't remember. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Didn't want to, because he didn't want to be racist in front of his friends. In front of his friends. <laughs> it was about a Hispanic guy stabbing someone. Sure. It's where the stone. I'd like to watch that movie again. It's been a really long time. I saw it in school, and I thought it was great, but I haven't seen it since. Yeah. I saw, I saw like, I think there's a really old one, and then I think the one we watched is maybe, like, black and white. 80s. I, think, I, I didn't watch the black and I white I think one. I saw the black and white one. Uh too many gray areas in the plot for that to, uh, me to watch a black and white version. Wow, yeah, it's too on the nose for you. Yeah, so I think that I think that like '60s era is my favorite. Um, and I watched a lot of those when I was a kid. I had a lot of those VHS. Compared to like what other eras would you say? There's, there's I mean, the there's Princess the '90s revival. There's yeah. like, you know, '70s where they veered good. away from animation and did like your bed knobs and broomsticks. Your uh, Chitty Chitty Bang Bang, this Mary Poppins. This is on the Statue of Liberty. Give us your bread. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even say it. I was going to just say bread robs <laughs> and boomsticks. Um, yeah, yeah, Mary Poppins. Give us your Poppins, your Lansberries, your <laughs> Dick Van Dykes. <laughs> uh, what an offensive name. Yearning. Have, if Dick <laughs> Van Dyke tried to exist now, he'd be arrested. Ye- yearning to have good British accents. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I love his British accent. <laughs> what do you mean, governor? <laughs> it's like so rude, it's so offensive. I just wish I just I just want every British person to be subjected to hearing it. You hear his voice, and you're like, you know, I didn't know you could be racist towards white people, but there it is. <laughs> what an achiever! Like, he did it. I just always try to think of ways to be offensive to British people, and like I'm glad somebody's <laughs> out there doing it. <laughs> so good. Yeah, so good, yeah, but good. but I mean, as far as those eras go, there's the original, there's the early on era, which yeah. is your Snow White, Pinocchio, Cinderella. Pinocchio was also a fun all the one, all the way up to uh, Sleeping Beauty, and then they transition into that '60s phase of you know your 101 Dalmatians and see that's one I always thought was new when I was a kid. Like, I thought that was like a new because they made a big deal out of it when it came out of the vault. I remember yeah. when that happened too, and that was right around the time they made the live action with Glenn Close and Jeff Daniels. Jeff Daniels, yeah, oh, I forgot he was in it. Yep, Jeff Daniels is so, so versatile. He does so many things well. Yeah, no, he's in a couple of my favorite movies. Yeah, I mean, Dumb just and Dumber and Dumb and Dumber too. Well, I was gonna say, just looking at Dumb and Dumber and like the Squid and the Whale. Yeah, is like those two roles. It's is insane, really and he's so good in both of them. I know he's such a dick in fucking yeah, Squid for, and the Whale. For season two, we did this movie called The Lookout with uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, mm-hmm. and he and Jeff Daniels was in. It. He plays a blind guy. He's is Joseph Gordon-Levitt's roommate, and he's incredible. He's so good in it. He's funny, but he's like poignant in a way. Like it's he's great. I never watched the newsroom or whatever though. I, so I bet he's good in it. The newsroom is like, like Sorkin being his most um, kind of pretentious. I get. I don't know. It's it's his it's Sorkin on, on his high horse. Yeah, and it's 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 a mix of that and him wanting to write dialogue for Sam Waterston to say fuck a lot. <laughs> And it does not sound right coming out of his mouth. But so the newsroom is okay. It's no West Wing, and but your, it's, it's worth a watch. Famously named after that actor you just named? No. Oh, okay. 
Uh, my band, Waterson, is named after a street in Madisonville. No, it's named after Bill Waterson from Calvin and Hobbes. It isn't. It's spelled different. No, spelled the Wait, same. No, it's spelled the same. Two T's. Yep, spelled the same. Double T's. Named after a street in Madisonville, Cincinnati. And also, there's a Waterson Parkway in Louisville, which is where our singer Brian lives now. Oh, yeah, Doxum. Yeah. Well, I mean, he doesn't live on the highway. Sorry, I was, I was, like, he lives I was, in Louisville. I was singing Rudolph, and I was going to start naming the rest of the reindeers after Doxum. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jetsum and Flotsam. Flotsam. Yeah. Little Mermaid. Those poor unfortunate souls. Yeah, the drag queen lady. Divine. Yeah. 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 Yeah, she was modeled after Define. Mm-hmm. The Little Mermaid's fun. Yeah, it's it. The songs make up for everything about yeah. it anyway. To me, Kiss I, the Girl. It's a great song. It's so good. Um, Beauty yeah. and the Beast. No good songs. No, well, BR Guess is good. You're, no, you're completely wrong. What other songs are there? BR Guess. They're all good. What else is there? The I, Gaston I, song. The opening oh, song. Gaston. The opening oh, song is incredible. This is something. This is girl. She reads so. She must be a witch and burner. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she's kind of hot, and her dad is a crackpot. Something like that. that this guy can't eat improv. a lot of eggs. I remember. Little town. <laughs> it's a quiet village. Yeah. No, I, I sang that in the main episode, too. Look, I, I sing a lot because I love these songs. I, I forgot. And I worked movies. on my guest on. All the songs in this movie. What did they, What song plays while they're like dancing in the ballroom with the yellow dress? Tale as old as time. Is that really what plays there? That's that? it, yeah. That's like the that's a pretty iconic Disney song. It, it really is. You got that, and you got the Pinocchio song. So this was the first uh, animated feature to be nominated for Best Picture at the Oscars. Yes. Also, it had a lot of that little a lot of assistance with computer. It took them way less time to make. Yeah, it. Yeah, this was the first. This was the first blend of hand drawn and, and CGI. The, Something I didn't notice as a kid. Like the, I, I didn't. Uh, know I noticed the somewhat, but like you really notice it in Aladdin. Yeah. Well, I just mean I didn't know the like. I didn't know why Toy Story was different in my head. Like, oh sure, like sure, it just didn't. It was all cartoons to me. Um, yeah, I get that. Um, so yeah, and this like Beauty and the Beast screened at like Con and like the wireframe of it. It was like not fully animated yet, and it got like a huge standing ovation. That's it was crazy for such a big company, like for people to like. Treat I mean, it's it like a, art. It's an achievement. It really is art. Mm-hmm. And like even you know, even though some of the stuff is a little more. Um, even though there are some like antiquated ideas in it, obviously it's based on a fairy tale and that kind of stuff. But yeah. like, you know, it's still like really well done and really great. And even mm-hmm. though like the timeline of the movie doesn't make a whole lot of sense, uh, yeah, it's still a lot of fun. No, I loved it. I never saw the uh, the the one with Hermione though. I don't watch those. So I watched the the Jungle Book live. Heavy air quotes live action remake. I saw that one too. I saw it. It was fine. I saw it in the theater because I worked at a movie theater at the time. Oh, uh, I was on a terrible date. Yeah, yeah. Don't want to talk about Tim. it. Come on. <laughs> I didn't want to talk about it. I'm gonna keep calling out Tim. Um, Tiny Tim. <laughs> wow. That's I'm not cool. I'm just saying. Um. Yeah. So. Uh. It gets much bigger though. But it just no, like, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> fuck. If you All watch right. Beating the Beast with them. Let's let's put this let's put this puppy to bed. Yeah, yeah. So um final thoughts on Beating the Beast. Uh well, you in these? Well no, final thoughts on Beauty and the Beast, you'll hear on Wednesday. Oh shit. <laughs> on yeah. the main show. So give him a little give him a little So I'll say this though. Yeah. This is the Don't most we've it. talked about the actual movie of the week on a mini episode. We've barely touched touched. Right. It. We usually don't at all. We mentioned that it's what we're doing. I, and so do we talk about other stuff? Based on King Kong, Twas Beauty Killed the Beast. That's what Jack Black, the steakhouse owner, said. Wow. 
That's true. Tenacious Dong himself. Yeah, the guy from Rule of Cock. Um, I <clears throat> in in college we had one of our right. assignments for uh, a video class, like one of the it was it might have been a final project or like a midterm was they they had like five or six movies and they assigned everyone in the class like one of those movies, and you had to take they gave you the whole file of the movie and you had to cut a trailer out of it. Oh man! So I got School of Rock, which I had never seen before. And I took it and I made I this. I recut. I cut a trailer to be Dead Poet Society two. <laughs> so, <laughs> like he was he the Robin Williams character? Of course, amazing. Yeah, he's a kid. He's a guy who comes this into the sense. school, inspires these kids to learn about music and all this stuff. Like, Hello, this is Ned Schneebly. Yeah, I, can, I think that's my favorite line from the movie. I just had to throw it out there. I could. Yeah, I think that works. Yeah, it was fun. He's like healing all these kids who have stick it to the monitis or whatever. Yeah. Dead yeah. Poet Society 2, School of Rock. That's what mm. it's called. <laughs> I want a Jack 2. No, you don't. Don't lie to me. <laughs> I just I think there should be two Jacks in the next one called Jack Off. They have to fight to the death. Huh. Wait, he's already dead. He's dead. Jack How dare you? Jack Black. And also that movie is called Father of the Year. Um Inconceivable. Wait, is that Did you ever see Father of the Year? Am I confusing it with a Wallace Shawn movie? Yes. So Robin Williams is a teacher, and his son accidentally dies during autoerotic asphyxiation. So he Must rearranges it so he looks like he hung himself intentionally, and he writes a suicide note. And everyone thinks he's this like beautiful writer. And so Robin Williams starts writing all this shit for him and saying like that he... You know, like found this was a secret poet or what, it, like that kind of thing. That's a good idea. If your son Bobcat dies, you Goldthwait movie, get ready. it's really good. You should start writing now, just in case. Yeah, hear Bobcat impression. No, I'm not a good writer. Say goodbye to everybody in your Bobcat. I don't impression. do one. I don't even know what he sounds like. I just know that people say he sounds funny. He talks normal now. He doesn't do that voice anymore. He doesn't sound like like a snagglepuss. No, uh, I like Bobcat. I think he's really funny, and I think his yeah. movies are by and large pretty good. I know he had any. Uh, his first. It's either his first or his second movie is about a girl whose boyfriend breaks up with her because she admits to him that she sucked her dog's dick in college. Why would he break up with her? She would it's weird. down for anything. I don't know. It's it's a weird movie. Um it's well, not and it's not very good. But yeah, I don't whatever. think I'd suck a dog's dick either. No, unless you were like a Blink one eighty two song. Fifty bucks. Yeah. Sorry, I thought you asked how much I would do it for. All right. Yes. <laughs> All right. That's my well, dog that I can train. Thanks. <laughs> Jesus Christ. It's dump breed by Blink-22. Well, thanks for listening this week. Be sure to yeah, check out the main time. episode coming up on Wednesday. And check out Sinclarity, A Dinosaur's that Tale. That is at the end of the read, Ben. Jesus. Oh, why well, just uh, Disney? We do Disney things. So tell your friends about us and be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. If you like what we do, you can rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. You can find us online at KeystoneCopyCats.com. We are at KeystoneCopyCats on Instagram and Facebook and at KeystoneCopyCat on Twitter. If you've got something to say, you can email us at KeystoneCopyCats at gmail.com or leave us a voicemail at 513-239-7682. Be sure to check out Sinclarity of Dinosaurs Tale every Friday at DinosaursPodcast.com. And until next time... I'm going to be Zach, and uh, he's going to be late for dinner. Oh, we'll see you on Wednesday.